It's not about Mm -hmm. me. It's not about my glory. It's not about my success. It's not about how well I did everything. It's about, did people see the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ? Mm -hmm. And am I more concerned about the praise from God rather than praise from people? Welcome to Soundless Doctrine, the podcast of Sovereign Grace Music, where we explore what the Bible has to say about music and worship in the church and encourage those who plan, lead, and participate in their Sunday gatherings each week. Hello, and welcome to Season 5 of the Soundless Doctrine Podcast. My name is David Zimmer. My name is Bob Coughlin. Still hasn't changed. And we are joined by Devin Coughlin. Great for to be the, here. The big inaugural. I know. This is a, the kickoff episode. It is just, thanks for having me. Kickoff episode. We didn't just invite anybody to this, Dev. <laughs> of course not. And we have a kickoff title. Absolutely. What is it, Bob? It is, what are the seven biggest mistakes you can make as a worship leader? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I know. We did a lot of research for this, and we came up with the seven biggest mistakes. So why is it only seven? Yeah. Perfect number. Are there other mistakes that could be made? Nope. nope. This, is <laughs> this is the definitive list <laughs> of mistakes. Well, I was doing some research. David and I actually were on, right. on, on YouTube, and yep. uh, we were thinking, you know, what what are the uh, you know things that that training people are talking about? And we realized that you have to have a number in mm-hmm. your title. I mean, that really helps get get people to view it. And uh, if it's something like big, then more people will come. So yeah. This may be your first time hearing the podcast, and you're thinking, who are these idiots? And you should stick around, because maybe we aren't as idiotic as you think. Or we have, maybe we're worse. Yeah, or, <laughs> or maybe we have four idiotic. seasons to prove how idiotic yeah, we are. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But so, if you want a comprehensive list of what to avoid, yeah, this is it. A, a less yep. clickbait title. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, unless I thought you were backpedaling, a less oh, no, clickbait title would be, what are some things that that those who lead music in their church often do, which they shouldn't do? Yeah. How about that? That's great. But that just doesn't play as well. No. You don't want to put that on it's top It's way of too your... humble. It is. Way too humble. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so Well, good. we better start talking about this. I know. So All right, so what's seven, the first number reason? one, number <laughs> one, not going to your Bible first. That's the biggest mistake. Right. You know, it's amazing how much training we do. And I would have been guilty of this uh, for many years, I think. Uh, so I've been leading music in the church for 45 years, 47 years now. It's amazing how those years just sneak up on you. Uh, and I know for the first 25 or so, I... I didn't really do research in scripture. I, mm. I said what other people were saying. I was interested in um, you know, tips, practical ideas, musical ideas, things. Mm-hmm. You know, I had this idea of what worship was. It was the singing in the church where you have this encounter with God. And so what can we do to make that better? And it wasn't until I read Engaging with God by David Peterson that I realized, mm. oh, oh, God should actually be the one to determine what we do. Mm. He actually gets to define worship. Yes, and it was, right? It was it was uh, it, it was one eighty for me. I mean, maybe not one eighty, one one forty five. It was significant. Uh, so, what would have been some other things that would have come before scripture? Uh, what made me feel good? What uh, seemed to work? You know, we use right. that. We throw that out there like yeah, this works. This works. Well, to what end? 
you, you know, right. uh, you can something can work for the wrong reasons uh, or for the wrong goals. Right. Um, what other people were saying, uh, my experience for sure. So th those were the things, and I would just pick scriptures out as they as they suited my purposes. And I noticed that everybody else was doing something similar. Mm. You know, the Charismatics would go to the Psalms. Presbyterians would go to Hebrews 12. You know, everything decently in order. Um, worship First God. Corinthians 12. What's that? Yeah, yeah, that's right. First Corinthians. Uh, Hebrews 12, um, worship God in reverence and fear. Yeah. Um, you know, we'd all pick our verses out that supported what we were doing. Yeah. And, you know, the idea of a comprehensive, you know, biblical theology of worship just didn't even occur to me. So mm. praise God in the last 30, 40 years, there have been a number of, Great books uh, written uh, on that topic. Uh, I think Brian Chappell's Christ Center Worship, which is more about liturgy, certainly engaging with God. Dan Block's um, For the Glory of God. For the Glory of God. And, and a few others that just that are helping us think through uh, what it is. So, but I, I mean, just to pick up on that, I do think there is this uh, conviction that. As leaders in the church, we need to have related to the doctrine of Scripture and the sufficiency yes. of Scripture. Yeah. Um, and so what God has given us in His Word is really all that we need to nourish God's people. Yes. Yep. 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 And, yep. Uh, yes. and so anything that you can be reading and, and doing to cultivate a love for God's Word, I think is going to be is really going to serve your church yes. and help you to avoid this mistake of yes. not putting the Bible first. And, and so books like... Um, I think of uh, Jonathan Lehman has a book, Reverberation. Yes, that's And it talks about what happens as God's <laughs> word is brought to bear on God's people. Or even, uh, I know we both read recently, um, Christopher Ash had a had a, a devotional that walked through Psalm 119 called yes. Bible Delight. Yes. And uh, I mean, you've Psalm 119, it's you've fabulous. got this whole chapter, the longest chapter in the Bible, that's all about how good God's word is. Right. Yes. And, uh, and how the, the blessing that we receive through God's word. And so if we have... That conviction, it uh, makes a lot more sense to put God's word first. Yep. He, it's, he, God is God. We're not. We don't get to say, hey, God, we think you'd like to be worshipped this way. You know, whether that be flags or whether that be loud music or whatever. We, Bright we, lights or dark lights yes. or yeah. whatever it is. Uh, we need to... There's no end. Calvin said, "There's." I think I've shared this quote before, there's no end to our wanderings. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah I yeah. mean, once once we become the kind of the standard yep. that determines what we do, there's no end to our wanderings. Yep. Yep, well, in good. our uh, previous podcast, Five Values of Corporate Worship, one of them was Scripture governed and fueled. Yep. And that's what this is speaking to. We just believe in our in our arrogance, I would say, that we can come up with better ideas than God has. Mm. And God speaks against that. You know, people who came up with their own ideas of worship in the Old Testament were killed, yeah. uh, oh, well. you know, at different times. <laughs> Didn't go good for Didn't them. Didn't go good for them. Um, uh, yeah, so, so both in the way we think about it and then what actually fills it, I think is what you're talking about. Yep. It's the Word of God is meant to shine in our services. Mm -hmm. So practically, how do we put the Bible first? I mean, just oh, what would man. that look like real quick? Well, I, th I think, I'm sure we've talked about this, but we we begin and end with the Word of God, yep. with a benediction, a call to worship, a benediction. So in our structure. Yes. We're in prioritizing the Word of God. I mean, some have said we, uh, I think it was Mark Dever, or different people who said we sing the Word, we pray the Word, we mm -hmm. preach the Word, we see the Word in baptism in the Lord's Supper. Am I leaving one out? Our songs are structured. 
by the word. Um, mm -hmm. It just fills everything. So our prayers are word-centered. We're, we're calling on the name mm -hmm. of the Lord, calling on his character, re reciting God's promises back to him. Mm -hmm. uh, we're singing the word, not just you know portions or phrases that we like, but really thoughtful, um, you know, theologically driven songs rather than just theologically aware songs. Yep. Um, we're using our Bibles, you know, if, if, if a service, you never see a Bible, a physical Bible in your service, that says something to people, something of that, like that what we're doing is ephemeral. It's, it's as transient as mm -hmm. the, the iPhone or the, you know, whatever yep. we carry. Um, so those are some of the things, yep. just being very conscious that when people leave the meeting, they recognize, oh, they've sat, on, they're under the authority of something else than their own preferences or what's trendy. Mm -hmm. And you know, the, the, the sad thing is that we can use the Word of God in such a way that it serves our purposes. Right. So you have very yeah. popular preachers, preachers uh, and musicians you know, taking a scripture here and there, um, using it to, to do what they want to do, which could be anything from having a platform for themselves or increasing their ministry to um, making people feel happy. Right but not necessarily asking the question, what has God said? Mm -hmm. That's what we're responsible to communicate in our gatherings. Mm -hmm. And I think of um, you know, Psalm 19, when you think of all the things that a meeting is supposed to accomplish, you know, to refresh people, to, to open their eyes, to restore them, um, convict. convict them. Psalm 19, verse 7, the law of the Lord is perfect reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, mm -hmm. making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. Like mm -hmm. even that idea, what? Like what's, what's, to bring, what's going to bring joy to the people in our congregation? Oh, how about the precepts of the Lord? Amen. Oh, that's so legalistic. <laughs> and it, you know, it can be done. The word can be used as a sledgehammer. Mm -hmm. The word can be used as, um, you know, where you're trying to pour 100-gallon truths into five-gallon brains, and mm -hmm. you know, it can be used unwisely. But if the Word doesn't drive and fill what we do, we're, we're not worshiping God in the way He intends We're making to. one of the biggest mistakes you can make as a worship leader. Exactly. The Word what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. Right. One mistake of the number seven one. biggest mistakes. <laughs> exactly. Wait, that's not on our list. <laughs> Matthew 15, 8, 9. This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. So what, what happens, and we, then maybe we can move on to the next point, what happens is we develop our own practices, and whether they be technological or visual or uh, personality or administrative, whatever, we develop our own practices and we say, this, or musical, this is what worship is. Mm -hmm. And Jesus would speak to that. He, said, he would say, you're, you're making doctrines out of the commandments of men. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there are a lot of ways, different ways we can do things, but Excellent. don't make it a doctrine. Yep. The, the God's word tells us what we are supposed to do as we worship him. Mm -hmm. Number one. Amen. Yep. Number one. Number two. Number two, making it about you rather than Jesus. David, I think you should Ooh. talk about this since you have the most experience. <laughs> <laughs> You've made this mistake kidding. a lot. Just kidding. <laughs> so uh, much. It's so easy to platform. I just like you see this as oh this is popular, 
yes. you know, it's popular. It's a pop popular platform for me to just get comfortable do on and do my thing and bring what well, I have God to bring to the table. God has given me so many gifts. He's given yes, me all right. these gifts, so people should be able to see them. Exactly, oh, and that's why we're here. We want to be blessed by them. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> exactly. And sadly, again, you don't know people's hearts. Right. Uh, you don't. Uh, only the Lord does. But what can come across visually? In a lot of videos is an individual who's up front. The, all the videos, a lot of the video shots are close up. You know, their mm. face is like right here. And it's like, this is just making me think about this person. Right. And, and for the person, I don't know what it's doing for the person. But it's, it's a little bit awkward. when What I want to do exalt, is exalt Jesus, but boy, I sure am glad about how good I look right there. Right. Oh, that's well, but it's interesting. I mean, the person more than likely doesn't have anything to do with right. those that's, production that's decisions. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, that person could be very sincere. Mm -hmm. But there is, there may be people around them that, that are also making it about them instead right. of Jesus. Yes. And I think that's, I, I mean saying make it about you it's not just the one person who's actually yes there's a team doing something there's a lot of people that are involved in this team we're making yeah. about you and, and so I, that you can yeah it can be a plural we all are yes. making it about us instead yeah. of about jesus well, go ahead well i was just going to say but I, I mean off of a, a big production scale even in you know a small church you can really create an identity as a, the worship leader. That's who I am. Yes. That's what I do yeah. in my context. Yeah. So in in that, you're making it more about yourself than about Jesus. Yep. It's like, I'm here to serve. I'm not here to platform. Yes. Uh, I was going to say, it, it is, I think it falls upon the leader. If like that's happening, where a lot of people around me are making that happen, uh, making it about me, it, it falls upon the leader to say, we're not going to do this. Yeah. Yeah, we're not going to make it about me. We're, I'm going to, you know, build into other people. We're going to make it about the congregation. That that's really who we're there to serve. So the idea of me, you know, this video, because that's what we're usually talking about. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be a video. It could be Sunday mornings. Mm -hmm. um, they're often they're connected. You know, about whether it's successful being determined by how good I looked, how well I did. That's that's making it about me. Yeah. It's not about me. Mm. It's not yeah. about my glory. It's not about my success. It's not about how well I did everything. It's about did people see the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ? Mm -hmm. And am I more concerned about the praise from God rather than praise from people? Because mm -hmm. praise from God is going to come as I exalt his son, mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. That's what brings praise from God. He's right. going to say, yes, because that's my son. I'm delighted in him. I'm well pleased with him. And when you are satisfied in him, when you exalt him, that blesses me. That pleases yeah. me. Yeah. So Jesus said in John 5, 44, this, this is what it says. How can you believe when you receive glory from one another and do not seek the glory that comes from the only God? Mm. So I think, think that's what we're doing. We... We want this praise from people, and we're even willing to share it with Jesus. <laughs> right, right. You know? Uh, well, and I think one subtle way that that happens, it ties back to point one of making it, you know, putting God's word first, yes. is that we ha we so often draw from our own experiences, our own, you know, thoughts and feelings about Jesus when we're speaking or oh, we're on a yes, platform yes. and we're sharing. That's even just one subtle way that we can draw it back to Christ. I'm using scripture. I'm giving back to God what he's given to me. Yes. It's not what I'm mustering up. Yes, yes. You know, it doesn't in the moment. originate with me. Right, yeah, it doesn't well, originate with when me. When we make it about us, there is this weird, like, I don't know, 
a priest complex that goes on where we, I think, start to see ourselves as the dispenser of God's blessings. Yeah, mm. uh, right, mm. But right, right. God's blessing is not found in us, no. in a sense. Praise it's, the Lord. It's in Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was uh, thinking about um, Psalm 67 the other day. May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face to shine upon us. Yes. And so as we gather, like, that's what we want. We want God's face to shine upon us, not yes, my yes. face mm-hmm. or your face. We want the face of God to shine upon us mm-hmm. and does that through Jesus Christ. Yes. And so we gather to, to look to him. He is our great high priest. Mm-hmm. And he is our, our I mean, it's, it's been used before, but Jesus Christ is our worship leader. Yes. Um, yes. Not, not you. There's <laughs> worth repeating. So and we, yeah, we need to remember yeah. that and not make this big mistake. It's a big mistake. Making it about us. Making it about instead you, of Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, and one of the signs that so we're good. doing that is when we get when we get very anxious about leading. And I've talked to numerous mm-hmm. leaders who struggle with, oh, you know, how's it going to go? Well, Jesus has come. He's yeah. he's, he's lived yeah. a perfect life. He's died for in our place for our sins. He's risen from the dead. He's returned to his father. He's reigning. He's interceding for us. He's coming back. Like the big stuff's been done, yeah, yeah. you know. You, you don't need to worry about. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. How, how's it gonna? How am I gonna do? How am I gonna look? Yeah, yep, yep, yep. The Lord may choose in His wisdom and His sovereignty to make you look bad so that Jesus can look better. <laughs> and how many times we had situations like that where you mess up? Have you ever had any of those? I remember one back in like '89, I think, <laughs> uh, where uh, I had one where I. I I think it was, um, I was leading My Hope is Built on Nothing Less, yeah. and we were modulating into the final verse, mm. and uh, so that's um, uh, When He Shall, he shall Come, come yep. and I started singing uh, In Christ Alone. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that, was a, that was a low moment. <laughs> I wish I'd been there. But did, so I don't know if people good. came up, but often people come up and say, oh, I just loved it when you all messed up. Yeah, it just made me feel you were so human, and you yeah, know, we're all in this together. Because up until that moment, I mean, I, I just felt kind of you were transcendent. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> anything oh but goodness. human. Okay, no. uh, absolutely. Okay, enough on point number two. Point number three. You got seven points to go. Yeah, these guys. are big, and I want to make sure we get to the end. Otherwise, people left. People left hanging. We might have yeah. to leave them hanging because these mistakes are so big this, yeah. that they <laughs> might not fit on one episode. Well, that's possible. All right, number three. We talked about making it about you rather than Jesus. Number three, making it about you rather than the church. Mm. Okay, so that's different. That's a slight change from it, what you said previously. It, which, what I said, what do you he mean? He said the church instead about, of Jesus. Yeah. Is that the slight change yeah, you're that referring was really to? Cool. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, you have to know how to articulate these things so that they catch people Yeah, well, guard. I'm caught off guard. Well, I mean, it, there is an intentionality in the flow of these where how we think about what we do begins with God. Mm-hmm. And so it begins mm-hmm. with God. And how do we know God? We know God through his word and yep. what he has said. Yes. Uh, and so then from there, it's the, the priority first is this is about him. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so as we start not making it about you, making mm-hmm. it about Jesus, mm-hmm. this is derivative of that, not making yes. it about you, but but the church. Mm-hmm. And so we're speaking to a, a, a congregationally prioritized uh, way of thinking about yes. what we do as we gather. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that you've seen the Psalms so many times. And the Psalms is just, you know, God gave us the Psalms for a number of reasons. It's his word. But it, it, it gives us a model of what our relationship with him yeah. is meant to look like. Yeah. And a number of times the psalmist says, 
Well, Psalm 111, 1, praise the Lord. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart in the company of the upright yeah. in the congregation. Like we haven't gathered just to have our individual, isolated worship experiences with God. We are doing this in the midst of the congregation. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure we've said a number of times in the podcast, the band, the musicians are members of mm -hmm. the congregation. Right. Before anything else, we are members of the congregation. We are going to lead musically. We are going to pastor through what we say. We're going to help hold things together. But we are not the ones doing the worshiping and everybody else watching. Or we're not the you know we're not like the channel to God. Right. Mm -hmm. We are part of the congregation. So practically, so what, what's going on corporately is more important yes, than what's yes, going yeah. on yeah. up front. I think I mean this this hits on how we think about who we are as Christians. Yep, and. In, and in relation to God. And so do we think our, of ourselves as, is it primarily a me and God? Like God saved me, mm, which yes, mm. he did, but that the particularity of salvation is corporate in its dimension. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so God saves a people. And that, yeah. I mean, that's how God has always worked throughout history. He saves a people. And so when we think of ourselves as being in Christ, it's not just I am in Christ, yes, it's we are in we Christ. Are in when we're a part of Christ's body, it's not I am Christ's body, it's we are Christ's body. Uh, and, I mean, that's how Paul in particular speaks of being a Christian. I mean, he's writing these letters to churches, yeah. and he says, you are in Christ. And we read that, oh, yeah, I'm in Christ, yeah. great. But it's, no, it's you as the church body are in Christ. And so as we gather together, we should go with that awareness yeah. that, oh, no, it's not, it's not just me and, and my experience. It's what is God doing among us? How is God shaping us? And that really changes, I think, what we prioritize, and yes. that we've talked about this on another podcast before, um, related to those those five values. Uh, but it, it it really it's like the eyes are off me. I mean, yes. It's, yes. And even in that past one where you're just talking about the past mistake, the number two big mistake. Well, uh, number we two, talk about the, making it about you rather than Jesus. But the pressure that people feel. Yes. I've had conversations yes. with people about that, and I think if we have our perspective um, rightly informed by who we are. And what we're about, it's like I can't. I don't relate to that pressure. Yeah, because it's yeah. not about me. Right, right. And yeah. if I wasn't upfront in this context, it what I would be doing, like how I'd be participating, wouldn't really change. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, I'm here for the same reasons, uh, seeking to do the same things as we look to Jesus and seek to be conformed to His image together. You have yep. the added responsibility for the leader of making sure the band's There's some logistics. Together. Yeah, yep. some logistic things. But I agree. I don't understand when people say, oh, it's so hard leading or, you know, I'm just it's nice to just be off. And there, there can be, you know, week there to week. There are some practical implications. Yes, yes. But from your heart, just what you said, you're doing the same thing. You're yeah. part of the congregation. It's not autonomy. No. As a worship leader, quote unquote. And I think you can, that can be... Uh, slippery because I'm the one that's practicing. I'm the one that's talented or gifted or quotes, all in quotes, yes, you know, yes. you lose that perspective quickly. Uh, but just what you're saying, you're, you're joining in. Yes. It's, you're collectively. Which, which brings up some questions. So when, when I'll get uh, questions, sometimes with Sovereign Grace Music, they'll, they'll say, um, you know, can you, uh, offer your music, which we offer for free, by the way. Can you offer me music like in in uh, when a girl leads and when a guy leads? And I'll say, well, no, we'll, we try to do it when we a... have congregations that have both men and women. 
<laughs> so you're not serving somebody. So we, we try to give keys that uh, a congregation can sing. Mm. And we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. C to C is ideal. Everybody can you know, typically sing C to C. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's just that, that mindset that says, oh, no, whoever's singing the melody... Let's make sure they sound the best. Make sure they sound the best. So there's definitely that context. It could be, you know, a tenor who likes, they just sound really good in E's and F's and F sharps. Wow. And so, I mean, Chris Tomlin, you know, now the great thing is you don't have to do Chris Tomlin songs in the keys that he does them in, or anybody. You have to do Sovereign Grace songs in the keys we do them in. Right. but you especially should, not Devin's keys. Especially no, Devin has a good key. He's, he sings in good keys. His voice is kind of. God, right. give me a congregational right. voice. It's kind of an everyman voice. In more ways than one. <laughs> um, but you, you, you know, uh, Chris is a worship artist. I mean, I don't know Chris. I've met him once, but um, you know, he sings in. God has gifted him with a higher register. Yes, and so that's great. But when you stand in front of your congregation. You are seeking to serve everybody there. Yeah. And so if you make it about you rather than the church, you'll be singing songs in keys that you sound great in. Totally. Or maybe with ranges that you sound great in or tessitura, songs with tessitura where you sound great in, you know, the, the average place where the song hangs out. And you just can't wait for that octave jump because that's where you sound so great. And you'll think everybody's going to love this. And, you know, a lot of people just stand down low and they can't do it because that's not mm-hmm. where they can sing. Mm-hmm. Um, any other ways that we can make it about us rather than the church? What would you say as a just as a musician, as somebody who's accompanying, not, not necessarily singing, he spoke the keys, what are ways that we make it about us? Oh, yeah. I mean, we talked about it on the drum podcast, uh, but just overplaying, playing loudly, really no awareness that there's other people around you, not uh, listening. Yes, yes. Um, I think a lot of those things, think, and uh, then listening. I think that absolutely pausing on, yeah, and just whether you're a member of the congregation or you're playing an instrument up front. Yep. We if it's if it's about us, we want to listen. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. so we want to listen to other people singing. Yes. Yep. Yes. We want to uh, listen to other instruments playing. Mm-hmm. I mean, like it, there's this other awareness that we really should cultivate. Yes. Yep. Because again, we are. We are the body of Christ. We yes. are a people yeah. bought by the blood of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And also uh, um, encouraging, you know, leaders or musicians to engage in the service, in the sermon, in the preaching of the word. Hmm. It's not a time that you check out or go to the green room. That's when you're engaging. Yes, yes. You're always engaging, whether you're playing or not. We've said that, but it's worth That's repeating good. again. Yeah. We're not there to perform. We're not there just to show up and do our gig. Yep. We are there as part of the body of Christ. We're there as part of this church, hopefully, to to experience all that God has for us through his word, through the gospel, through the work in the spirit in that gathering. Yeah. Uh, the fact that we get to serve in one way is no different than someone who's serving as a greeter, someone who's serving as in administration, in, in the children's ministry, wherever. We're all using our gifts to build up the body of Christ, to build us into each other. God does that by spirit. So it's just something that that involves all of us, and no one is set apart yeah. In this mm-hmm. special way yeah. that that makes us so different from everybody else, yeah. So we we have to hear the congregation. We have to be aware of the congregation. I think this affects arrangements as well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we we can mm-hmm. we can be so happy with an arrangement that makes it difficult for the congregation to sing, 
uh, that's so different, maybe a familiar melody, but different, um, you know, musical accompaniment. And it, yes. it's, we're, we're thriving. Or an extended we're, instrumental Extended break. instrumentals, yep. Right. Where it's like, as as musicians, you're like, oh, this is awesome, this is great. Yeah, yeah. Right. And everybody in the congregation is just kind of like, I'm just okay, watching. All right. Okay, yeah. All right, when's it going to be over? Yeah. All right, when do I start singing again? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so a lot of ways. So not just you can make it about you individually, but about the musicians. Yes, uh, and I think you mentioned the green room. I mean, right? Oh Lord, please don't let us have churches where we have green rooms. At least a green room culture. Yeah, I mean, a that green can be room a place culture. For yeah. someone to rest and. But you, you, there's. It says something to the church when you're done, and you walk down off the stage, and you, uh, what do you recall the platform, and you sit with the congregation. Mm-hmm. I, that's what should be happening. And mm-hmm. I want people to see that. I want people to see, okay, I'm leading, but now I'm sitting under the authority of God's word, the preaching. Yes. Well, and, and just it's having that yes. conviction that God is here. Yeah. Before yes. we showed up, God God was here, and God is here as we gather together, and God intends to do something yes. mm-hmm. through this whole time. And if, if I've got that expectation, and, and yes, that something yes, yes, yes. is to, to bless his people and to build them, um, if, if that something is worth sticking around for, yes. like... <laughs> Yes. I, I want to be there. Yeah. Yes. And we forget that. We just, I mean, we make it about us. And so it's like, all right, uh, you know what? My part's done. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, guys, we've covered three points. Well, three big mistakes. I, uh, well, and I think we're almost running out of time. I, I think we have to have a second podcast on this. So I think. So this is just three of the seven biggest mistakes you can make. As number well. six, you will not believe. Yeah. Tune in <laughs> next week. Can I reiterate what they are? Yes. Just in case people are wondering. They've already forgotten. One, not going to the Bible first. Two, making it about you rather than Jesus. Three, making it about you rather than the church. Three of the biggest mistakes you can make as a worship leader. Don't do these. Tune in next week. All right. Hey, but thanks for joining us this time. Yes. Thank you for listening to Sound Plus Doctrine, the podcast of Sovereign Grace Music. Sovereign Grace Music exists to produce Christ-exalting songs and training for local churches from local churches. For more information, free sheet music, translations, and training resources, you can visit us at SovereignGraceMusic.org.